I am John Bailey from Boston, Massachusetts. I wanted to ask uh, Warren and Charlie if you could consider three hypothetical securities for a long-term investment. Uh, the first would be like a share in median family income for the United States. Uh, the background there that on uh, in real terms, median family income has been stagnant for approximately 30 years. Uh, the second security would be a share in all corporate income in the United States. Uh, the background there that corporate income has been taking an ever larger slice of GDP for several years. And finally, a bit more abstract, a share in all capital assets in the United States, and I would like to include all intangible capital assets if possible. So would any of these be of interest for a long-term holding, perhaps 20 years or so, and if not, why not? Well, I think I'd rather buy Iskar. <laughs> The uh, corporate profits, as you point out, have been close to their highs, except for a very few years, post-World War II, and uh, as a percentage of GDP, it's, 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 it's hard to imagine being much larger. It's interesting, while corporate profits is reported, you take the S&P, percentage of book, percentage of sales, go down the line, they're all on the high end. Corporate income taxes really are not that high relative to the total revenues of the country. So you can see that there's been a little disconnect there in, in some manner. But median family income is something that Charlie and I have never even considered. <laughs> we, we, are not, uh, we are not shooting for that. Uh, it, it is certainly true that in the last uh, five to ten years that the, the, the disparity in, in income uh, has widened significantly and that the, the tax breaks for the wealthy have, have been uh, extraordinary. Um, I've pointed out in the past that most of the members of the Forbes 400, myself included, pay a lower percentage of their income to the U.S. government counting Social Security taxes than does the receptionist that works in their office. That was not true 30 years ago, and I don't think it's something that should be true in a rich society, uh, but it has happened. Uh, and I just computed my 2005 return in 2004, and I have no tax shelters. I don't, have a, I don't have a tax advisor, I just do things, and at the end of the year, I add it all up. In 2004, my rate was the lowest of the 15 or 16 people in the office, and in 2005, my rate was even lower, and that's courtesy of the U.S. government. That's not courtesy of a lot of tax write-offs or anything of the sort, and I think, that's, I think it's crazy, and I don't think the American people understand it very well. Uh, and I think that uh, if they did understand it, they, they should and would be quite unhappy about it. So I think that, 
I think that the lower incomes, median and the median, people making medium amounts of income have not shared in the prosperity of the last uh, decade or so in a way that's all proportional to the way the, uh, the wealthy have, have, have participated in it. Uh, the, uh, the last point you mentioned a little too esoteric for me, so I'll pass it over to Charlie. <laughs> well, yeah, I, but I think the main figure that matters to all of us, including the people at the median, is uh, how does GDP per capita grow? And those figures have been very good. And so uh, I wouldn't get too wild on the subject of the median income. It isn't like we're all permanently in some status with nobody moving from status A to status B. There's a huge flux both up and down. And what's really important is that the pie keep growing at a, at a decent clip. All that said, I think that Warren's right that some of those tax changes, tax changes were a little crazy. I mean, they caused more envy than we needed, but I don't, I don't think it's all that important. Yeah, we might think it was more important if we were working at the median income, Charlie. I think. <laughs>